Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the CJJC Show. Embrace the controversy. Stay for the biased takes. The Super Bowl week festivities carry on as the guys get their final takes ready for the big game comes to put an end to an electric NFL season. But before they can, KD and the NBA said, hold my drink, as the NBA trend deadline steals some spotlight. So sit back, get ready for the big game, and enjoy the show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Thursday, February 9th, Thursday leading into the Super Bowl. And coincidentally, something that I don't believe we've seen before, as me and Christian were saying before we got on here. Also, the NBA trade deadline was today and there was madness. Kevin Durant was traded in like like 3 a.m. or something in the middle of the night. Um, so, yeah, a lot of craziness going on, gentlemen. How are y'all doing today? Doing good. Just trying to. Trying to keep it keep it all together, you know, unlike some of these teams who uh, just decided to let it all go and just go for these other, you know, just go for other dreams and aspirations. And if you're on a team that's on the winning side of these bet of these trades, you know, good for you because my team is pro- I'm I'm a little bit salty about my team, so and I still need probably some time to get over it. I, I probably still need some more reason reasons thrown at me, but. Sorry. Besides bro. that, we're getting ready for a Super Bowl, man. So I'm, I'm when you turn around, and you think about that. It's like holy, sh- we're getting ready for a Super Bowl. So just so much going on. Just trying to keep it together here. Um, I'm very excited. Um, to the viewers, I announced it a couple weeks ago that I will be making a trip to Philadelphia this weekend. I just fell into line that the Philadelphia Eagles will be in the Super Bowl this weekend. I did not plan at that or whatever. It was I mean, it's just an extra bonus. Um, so I did take the Monday off now. So I have tomorrow and Monday off quested, paid. So that's great. I'll be seeing the Sixers tomorrow, the Flyers on Saturday, and then all day Super Bowl Sunday at some Philadelphia bar. <laughs> and win-win scenario. We'll see. I mean, Chiefs win. I win money. Eagles win. I celebrate with them. So we shall see. I love that. That's yeah. That's gonna be incredible. We're gonna have to have an excellent uh, report next Thursday. Oh yeah, and we're getting an in-stadium review as well for the oh, Wells yes. Fargo Center, right? Yep. For two, they will get two different ratings. Fan environment is gonna be the key indicator between those two. There we go, folks. I'm ready for it. Oh, all right. Wow. So we'll get to the Super Bowl and all the uh, fun with that. That was originally, you know, you'd think that would be the whole episode, and then. Uh, there was NBA trade madness all over the place. Me and Jalen talked to Kyrie on Monday, and that doesn't even seem that crazy now with everything else that's happened. So I feel like we got to start with KD. Christian and I talked a little bit about this before we got going here. Going to the Suns in the middle of the night, and it seems like from what they're saying, like they basically had a deal with KD to get him to come back and play. That like if it all goes south, like we'll trade you like where you want to go to Phoenix, and because uh, the Nets could have gotten a better package, I think. But they get Mikhail Bridges, uh, Cam Johnson, Jay Crowder, who they immediately flip to the Bucks, and they get all the Suns picks for like the next four or five years. But like the Suns will probably be good, so whatever. Um, Nets could have gotten a lot more than that, I think. But for KD, 
that's pretty awesome for him. And now the Suns, everyone's looking at them as the favorites in the West. And we'll see. Now the Nuggets got to really uh, button up their stuff and get cooking. I still believe. I feel like, well, we'll talk about it. But yeah, Katie. Oh, man. This KD news, it was what, midnight out east when you guys got the news, right? Later than that. Later than that. It was it was uh one sixteen. I saw the notification like say it was when I saw it in the morning. Yeah. Good night. Like that is that, that like for them to be making that move, first of all, to make that move at night, that's such a bold move. It's like overnight. I love them. It's it just sparks all the interest for the morning. But Let's just break down to the fact that it's KD at the Suns with Devin Booker, CP zero rings. I'm going to say that because I'm saying this right now, folks. I don't believe in the Suns, despite this Kevin Durant trade. Um, surprise, surprise. I don't believe in them. Even though they did keep Aiton, I still don't think the Suns adding Kevin Durant. He's still We're talking about a guy that still can't lead a team on his own. He had an opportunity to do it with a stud performer like Cam Thomas, who's averaging 40 points in three games, might I add. Um, and, and it's just, just, I don't know. I think it's a great move for the Suns. Don't get me wrong. They're in win-now mode like they've always been. But me personally, and of course this show, we love to bring out our biases. I just have a strong, heavy bias against CP's cp3 and chris paul so it's a good move for them but i don't know if it's going to be the championship move because the west is so contested and the east you know east will bring out a great team regardless since their competition went down but they're still got the bucks and celtics so yeah that's my thoughts on this christian what are yours jaylen i am on the same wave Really like um, wow. So, I mean, CP3 generally, generally used to be my favorite point guard, and he was near and up there to my favorite point guard of all time. Like, I loved his leadership. I loved everything he brought to the court. And then just the corniness and just the crybaby tendencies started pulling out when he joined the Suns. I was rooting for the Suns against the Bucks um, in that NBA Finals, and then. Of course, later in season, that video of them working out after the game, that corny little workout session they had, that really turned me against. It. And that's ever since that day, I've been really, really against the Suns. I hate them with passion. Devin Booker's a crybaby of wines for every single play. DeAndre, and don't even get me started on DeAndre Aaron. That guy is buns. That man, like, cannot make shots. Well, I just, it's like every time I put a bet on this dude, this dude just somehow. Can't catch as a reboard, uh, can't score up any points. It just happens to be like that every time. Um, and then the Suns, really, you, you're going to trade away the one guy that stuck around with you guys through thick oh. and thin, Bridges. Bridges yeah, trading stuck around. Oh, you kidding me? Oh. He stuck around in the tough time. I agree with everything you said. I'm 100% until you got to that point. What? As a bad organization. Bro. No, you it's... disagree with leaving Bridges, bro? He was running at least like one of the runner-ups for defensive yeah, player of the year Bridges, right now. Oh, but it's Kevin Durant. Are you kidding me? Like I... you could have threw it someone else beside Bridges. You could have yeah, you could have danced added, around that. You could you could have danced around that. Everyone else can go, especially Cam Johnson. You can go, buddy. Put back your bags. You're saying hello, New York. 
I mean, I love Cam Johnson, but oh. yeah, I mean, that, he was a respect. Like that was somebody I would expect to be traded. Him and uh, freaking what's that? Sid the Sloth, man. That's the only um Payne. That's there you go. I know his last name's Payne, but and dude, like. I, Mikael Bridges is good, Cole. Why do you? What's yes, your, why I'm not you... saying Mikael Bridges is not. Are you? Are you people? You guys are sound, talking to me like I'm being the crazy person right now. You You're, are the crazy person. He's good, dude. It's Kevin Durant. He's still the top five player. Okay. Kevin Durant doesn't. Kevin Durant. I, I I've always stuck around Kevin Durant. I've never hated Kevin Durant, even when he joined the Warriors. Like I, oh, I, I was it. like, dude, fall out, go do you, bro. Or had to do that. Kevin Durant, doesn't, Kevin Durant does not look good in a Phoenix Sun jersey. It's also one of my leading arguments. He does not look good in that jersey. The, the, the black jersey, yeah. Other colors, no. He doesn't look good in that jersey. And that's, you know, that's my biggest point right there. He just doesn't look good. The Suns aren't going to work out with this. Don't get a bounce. Connor right now. It'll be a Dallas Phoenix matchup first round. Kyrie Irving. Against Kevin Durant and the Mavs will still beat those corn balls. Yeah, Luka Doncic is the best player of all those. Teams. Mavs in six. Hey, Kyrie looked pretty Flip good this. in his Mavs debut. But, uh, yeah, I know did. we're yeah. we, so while we're talking about Nets players that left, uh, Kyrie looked pretty good in the Mavs uniform, and that was with Luka hurt too. So, and that's exactly what you're looking for if you're a Mavericks right now. You know. Like, that is exactly what you need, you know, as a guy to step up when Luca's not around or when Luca's cold. So just giving that man help, and it's already showing game one, already showing off to be pretty uh, pretty helpful. And I, I'm, I'm all with that. I was thinking the same thing, Christian. I was hoping for a Mavs-Suns matchup. Again, that way we can see Luca. you know, how he was all like, everybody likes to talk when they're up. And then he comes back and wins a series. Man, I, I'm all in on a Luca a Luca Sun series. Those are very entertaining. I can get in for that. I was saying I'm all and clip this. We'll be back here back in June when this matchup goes on. We'll say I called it. Um, but I didn't get to put my thoughts on the Kyrie trade when it did happen. So I want to just plug that in real quickly. I liked it. Honestly, it it just gives in a sense because Dwinwitty and um, Dorian's money was probably not going to happen at the end of the season. It kind of correlates to if Kyrie does like just walk away. He doesn't want to resign the Mavs. Mavs have a whole bunch of money to work with. Um, so it's a good thing as long as Kyrie stays kind of how he's been doing his first half of the um, net season quiet. I think we're good. I think we're good. Alright, Christian. You ready for my question for you? Mm-hmm. Do you think uh, do you think Kyrie will be the reason why after the end of Luca's extension that he's out of there? If it doesn't work out, would that be the? Would do you think this would be the reason why between between Luca and Kyrie? Like if Kyrie leaves? No, I'm just saying Luca and the Mavs. Remember, this all oh, started when they well, had yeah, Zayas Pingus. Well, it can come down to a couple factors, but I mean, at least there was a step, I would say, because I mean, everyone's been saying, "Yo, Luca needs help, bro." It, I, I would say it's a, it's a step in the right direction. I don't want to put like a hard answer on that yet. Let's see how this unfolds, and then if Kyrie walks away, and they, the Mavs have to sign someone big this off season, or then I would answer, "Yeah, that's that's gonna be really the reason why Luca leaves." All right, Colby, what are your thoughts on that? I know we and you talked about Kyrie, but I don't know if we talked about 
what happens if this uh melts down what what are your thoughts on it um i mean yeah it's risky like but i do think it's a short-term thing like if they if he only like you said plays the rest of this year and then he leaves like that's not going to destroy because lucas still has a couple more years where you can and like christian said you'll have money but yeah if he like is there a little bit longer and just horrible Kyrie things and makes luca real mad then yeah it's a threat maybe luca's like hey maybe we should us european slow guys that are really good should team up and uh He's not really slow, but go to uh, Denver. But whatever. Um, no, yeah. That'd be, that'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. But I think as long as it's a short-term thing, I don't think it'll get to that point. All right. Um, Christian, before before we move on, Christian, uh, I know you probably would enjoy this. Since the trade deadline happened, the West got way more competitive. Me and Colby got to touch on this on Monday. John Morant and the gun incident, John Morant getting in trouble, Christian. What are your thoughts on the whole Grizzlies and John Morant situation right now after the deadline? I'm just laughing at it. Generally, just <laughs> laughing at their self-destruction of this. Like, you could not have just asked a more better, like, backhand of what happened. John saying, oh, I'm not worried about the West. Oh, really, buddy? Really? Um, you saw what has happened in the past, like, uh, 48 hours, buddy? As in Shannon Sharp's famous word, help is on the way. Help is on the way. Uh, you, yeah, so, John, you're probably not feeling good, buddy. And credit to Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp has just been putting out straight facts lately about John, man. Like, the dude has to, like, really, like, get your mentality in, bro, that you're an NBA player. <laughs> you're, you're a prime NBA player, bro. Like, what are you doing all these other antics for, man? You don't like you gotta get out of situation. We've seen players in all sports destroy their careers because they just you know wanna do the stupid antics outside of their profession. You're a professional at your own self in regards. I mean, it doesn't matter where you come from, it doesn't matter what's you know, what you do for work, you have to realize when you go to work, that is your life. You cannot let outside factors really ruin that. And so, it's just that stuff. It's just that stuff, man. Like, come on. Like, I'm like I said, the Grizzlies are the Cincinnati Bengals of the season. So, standing out, and we see the Grizzlies get bouncing round one. Love to see. <laughs> I, I would love to see it. I think it's like the seating. You never like who knows what the matchups are going to be in the West because it's all still so close. Like it could be anything. Like they could be playing literally like there's the like five, six different teams they could play in the first round as of now. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I will say so, sorry, go ahead. Oh, go ahead, Cole. Go ahead. I was sorry. Just say, rounding up like Dallas and Phoenix and all of that. Um, I do think the Nuggets are being disrespected a little bit. I think y'all are right to have some concerns about Phoenix. They do have some depth, they don't have too much depth now. And you know, they're players you hate to say it. I'm not sure like they have injury history, all of their main guys. Booker's not really bad. He just had, like, a couple little things. But Chris Paul's an old man. KD's kind of old, and they've had injuries. So, like, they're going to miss time. I think they'll definitely be, like, very dangerous in the playoffs, and they deserve to be at least co-favorites in the West. I think Denver's being disrespected a little bit. Um, I, would, I would I would have to agree, Colby. I think, I think this is prime for Denver to literally just take it on over. This is your shot, Denver. This is... Is it? And he traded away bones. Just saying. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's gonna be an interesting talk. Just saying. This oh, is your opportunity, so and you did that. 
Yeah, well, I talked to Jalen about that. It does suck. It's, I'm not disagreeing with that. But apparently it was like they came out like they were going to trade him like days before. Apparently it was like bad in the locker room, like Bones. He was like causing issues in the locker room and like having beefs with the team. But apparently it was like bad for the team chemistry and like they had to move it because like he was having some real issues, real beefs, which sucks because he's good. So hopefully I'm hoping they can buy someone out. I saw Reggie Jackson might get bought out. That would be a cool pickup. Ooh, um, I do like that. Like someone, not Russ, but someone else. Um, like I don't know, man. Like you said, don't get into, uh, don't do all these antics, John Morant. Jokic never does any antics. He just rides his horses, loses a bunch of weight, seriously that one time. The only antics the Nuggets ever had these guys is when Jamal Murray during the COVID. <laughs> there it is. Oh, that, that was a wild thing to wake up to on yeah, a random COVID day, bad. man. But other than that, that's the worst uh, level scandal. I don't know how that uh, happened. That's a bad look for sure. But <laughs> that's a that's a good COVID like posting of what what how do you, how do you describe COVID? Oh yeah, I just woke up like on a random either Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I don't know. Days are kind of mixed up. I went on Twitter at nine a.m. and. Uh, Oh, quite an interesting video <laughs> from one of our from a premier NBA player in the bubble too. Like he was going off at that before that. Yeah. So cold the Nuggets, man. It, I, I'm not saying I. There's a That's reason why I haven't talked. About. What's that? All right, go ahead. I was going to say uh, the Nuggets, man. I I think the I think they're going to go ahead. I think they're going to still handle business. Yeah, the West got more competitive. But obviously, I wanted to poke at, poke fun at you losing bones. Um, but at the same time, when you have a toxic person like that, maybe he'll be better for the future. We'll see. He's a baller, though. Oh, yeah. Um, that sucks. Like, I wish we didn't have to do it. We all did lose to Paulo Bancaro tonight, but that's no shit. I was about to say, yeah, it looks like you guys aren't doing too great against the Magic. But uh, it's the trade deadline. I don't think these two these next couple games matter. Um, <laughs> speaking of... You know, speaking of which, you know, part of the teams that are just going off right now, Colby and the Magic. Uh, Mo Bamba is going to the Lakers and everything. The Lakers obviously blew up Russell Westbrook's uh, chances of doing anything in L.A. ever again, unless he gets bought out, which is why I'm happy you mentioned the buyout option, because, hey, where could Russ go? My opinion, I think I like the idea of Miami and I like the idea of L.A. Clippers. But uh, I, I do I think that's gonna happen? No, because it didn't. They have the Jazz have to buy them out or waive them, I guess, because they have the money to do it. But uh, besides that, Russ is out of L.A. Colby, our biggest fear starting to come to life. L.A. getting this, a brain for once to help LeBron. What's going on with what's going through our uh, Western Conference minds here, folks? You too, Christian. You're in the Mavs, so no longer a Wiz fan. They're- they're definitely more of a threat than they were. I'll say that. I do not understand that D'Angelo Russell trade at all from the Timber. I I love oh, Tim. Don't Kane. even start it, man. Don't Kobe. bring my team into this. Just talk about the Lakers. We'll get right, to my Lakers. team later. We <laughs> made a great three-team trade with the Jazz and a third team, who I'm not sure who they were. But they made <laughs> D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, and uh, Jared Vanderbilt. Two former Nuggets, by the way. The Nuggets know a thing or two about having hey, good four Wolves on that Laker roster. Oh yeah. So they got younger, they got better at shooting, and they got like better perimeter defense. And then they got rid of Pep Everly, which is a huge win because he sucks. So they got Mo Bamba, you know, that's fun, whatever. He'll play a little bit. They traded us Thomas Bryant, which was cool, us being the Nuggets. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, they got a lot better. So yeah, they're definitely much more dangerous if they get into this play in and sneak around. Like, I mean, I still think the Nuggets would beat them, but obviously I'd be much more worried playing an eight seeded LeBron and AD and D'Angelo Russell rather than like the Jazz Blazers, um, Wolves. Um, the Warriors also would not be a fun eight seed if they're an eight seed, but I feel like they'll get their stuff together. I don't know, man. The Pelicans. Oh, yeah. No, I'd rather play the Pelicans than the Lakers. Probably. Maybe not. Pelicans would be tough also, but West is wild. I'll be on the the opposite side. I'm not worried about the Lakers. No, no, I'm not worried about them. Because why? Because I have Anthony Davis. That guy sucks. That guy's booty cheeks. What I saw... All that LeBron night, man. I just can't get it out of my head as how goofy that team is. Like how they were just passing her ball and like just being making stupid decisions. I'm like, dude, what are you guys doing? Especially in the neighbors. I'm not scared about the Lakers. Um, but the Russ thing as well in Utah, um, Russ has to get bought out because Russ does not have the best history with Utah fans. Um, they said some not so nice things to him and I'm pretty sure a couple of fans have gotten rejected from those not so nice words. But that's just my quick thoughts. So the Lakers improve. Christian not as worried about him. I hope you're right about that, Christian. Um, so, yeah, the rest of the deadline, those are obviously the big headliners. Other stuff happened, though. Lots of weird trades. We talked about Bones. The Clippers, I feel like I kind of like their moves. They got Eric Gordon, who's pretty old, but he can still play. They sent John Wall back to the Rockets, which me and Christian talked about is hilarious. Um, they that got is a- hilarious. I like, but I don't know if it changes them too much. Um, they might get Russ on the buyout market, which I don't know about that either. <laughs> um, but we'll see. They're interesting. Um, I think the big story is who didn't do the other big stories who didn't make moves like Toronto and uh, and Chicago. Um, I really thought they would make major moves. Toronto traded for Jakob Poldl, a nice uh, European center from the uh, Spurs, who they used to have. They, they traded him there in the Kawhi trade, and then they traded for him back today. Fun fact. Um, and they didn't get rid of any of their other guys, not even Ananobi, who they said everyone was willing to give them all these picks for. So I don't really get why they didn't do that. Um, and the Bulls did nothing, so that was a surprise to me. Uh, they did trade away. Um, they traded away someone. I could have sworn. If I just make a stuff, it wasn't, um, I one, it wasn't the big targets, though. Was it like DeRozan no, no. and uh, who was the other one? I mean, Vukovic. I don't think he had a much and that much of a trade talk. I could have sworn I saw a Bulls post, but I could be wrong though. Not sure. I don't think they did anything. There were so many mini trades happening on this deadline so within I, like the last hour. They probably like threw it in there. Four or five second round picks and trades. Like there were some bizarre looking trades oh, out there. Oh, second round pick. Yeah, Jake Crowder got traded away to the Bucks for five second round picks. What? Hey, only wanted to feel valuable. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Second round picks. It's like nothing. That man wanted out of Phoenix so bad and everything. And now he's playing for the Bucks. I can't believe it worked out for him and, and all that. But a couple other players that I, I haven't heard you say, Colby, 
Uh, you were looking out for Cam Reddish. I know. I remember he went to Portland. So Portland was making moves today, which was kind of surprising in my opinion, because they went and got Thibel as well on top of getting rid of Josh Hart and getting Cam Reddish. So what are your thoughts on Portland? Like, wasn't that what? What are they doing? No, I love them. Yeah, I love that move from Portland. I mean, it makes sense. It's small-time stuff. I think they should have just, like, blown up their team. I mean, they're realistically not going to trade Dame. I'm cool with that. But I would have tried to, like, move Jeremy Grant. And, like, they're still going for it, which, you know, Dame's there, so I respect that. But they realistically should just keep Dame, trade away their other veterans, and try to get Webb and Yama in this lottery. Because that is, obviously, it's not 100% guarantee. But that is far more valuable than getting into the play-in scrapping your way into the first round and getting mollywalked by a much better team. Um, but yeah, I did like their moves. I think they did improve as a team if they're going for it and they, they became more versatile. Thibel, I like that pickup for them. Yeah. And uh, uh, does anyone else have any major trade deadline news that we missed? No clue, dude. I was working and I literally just like every notification happened like yeah. every five minutes. I was like, dude, what is going on? I can't focus right now. It was a uh, there were so many. <laughs> there were a lot of little ones, like not a lot of big stars, um, but a lot of different guys going around out there. Wiseman. Oh, yeah, James Wiseman got traded to the Pistons. The Warriors officially gave up on him. Number two overall. Oh, traded to the Pistons in a three-team deal for Sadiq Bay. And oh, really? Sadiq Bay went to the Hawks. Oh. And, and oh. Sadiq- oh. We're just got to the second-round picks. And Kevin Knox. I had no clue Weissman got treated. <laughs> oh, shoot. So, I mean, yeah, like Colby said, they finally gave up on him, and we were just talking about James Weissman. So, five they the plug on that project. Kevin Knox, another bad, young, disappointing young player. No disrespect. Well, I mean, they, the next, they, he went to the Knicks, man. That, that's a hard place to start building your ground. <laughs> Yeah, but but I think that's all the major ones. But yeah, what a wild! Oh, day. Gary Payton made it back to the Warriors. Gary oh, Payton yeah. Jr. I saw that. That's a feel good trade. Uh, that was for me. That's a feel good trade. Blazers were wheeling. Oh, oh Josh Hart and uh, Jalen Brunson got uh, reunited. Oh yeah, because Josh Hart went back to the Reddish. Okay. That, I mean, I do like the Josh Hart pickup for the Knicks. I think it fits their team. Um, man, the Knicks really should have tried harder to get Donovan Mitchell. To be honest, um, maybe not. We'll see. But yeah. I think that mostly summarizes the trade deadline so we can go ahead and get into the Super Bowl if y'all are ready it is going to be an all-time classic you get the two one seeds you don't see that every year no upset Cinderella runs this year the two teams that were the best in the regular season they're in the Super Bowl the Eagles and the Chiefs they're at the top or near the top of our power rankings the whole season I don't think either of them ever dropped outside the top five if I'm remembering correctly um, when Jalen and I did our rankings, so yeah, there are some juggernauts. Eagles are favored by what two? One and a half now. Just a pickup. Um. Wow. I mean, I'll I'll just throw it to y'all, but I'll just say I like the Chiefs initially. First, first gut feeling. Really, I'm actually surprised to hear you say Chiefs, Cole. I was I was I was oh genuinely God. thinking you were leaning uh the Philadelphia Eagles. Nah, man. Like, yeah, I was going to go through. I love what the Eagles have done this year. I think they do have a better roster in a lot of spots, but I can't pick against 
this year. And like the way the Chiefs have been playing also, they do have good pass rushers. Like they have players on defense. It's not a great defense. And their line is good. So if they can hold up against Philly's pass rush pass rush, as good as like the Eagles corners are, like Mahomes will still cook, I think, and Kelsey. I think it's going to be a close, good game, and the Eagles will give them all they got. And I would not be surprised at all if the Eagles won. I don't feel too strongly because they are a loaded team. But, yeah, my gut is the Mahomes and the Chiefs win, like, a close game. Ice it out for Andy. I mean, whew, I, you we have two weeks to think about this game, you know. And after the most non-electric Pro Bowl that we've probably ever experienced so far, we're going to go ahead and get ready for ourselves. Like Colby said, the most probably one of the better Super Bowls that we've had in a while. Dude, this game is truly a pick em. I, I I truly, I've my heart of hearts, I'm going with the Chiefs just because of heavy bias. But I'm with you, Colby. It's the Eagles have such a good roster to line up against the Chiefs. But the Chiefs have also, this is a different Chiefs team that we've seen than last year when they lost to the Bengals. This is a Chiefs defense that's much better. And Mahomes got two weeks to rest. Um, these are all things that I I, I got to go ahead and take when I'm thinking about the, the Super Bowl. And it would be awesome to see Andy Reid beat the Eagles, you know. But just barring that away from it, I think just the Chiefs in general, this would be a crazy win for them to kick off what would be their alleged dynasty. <laughs> So I did announce it earlier. I will be taking Chiefs. Um, I just like if you're gonna give me Chiefs as the underdog, give me the Chiefs. <laughs> like, 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 what are we doing here? Like, and I, I rather like this is my biggest thought process. I rather not look stupid betting against Patrick Mahomes, and like rather than you know betting against. I mean, I'm like, God, why, why did I, why did I bet against Patrick Mahomes? This if the Eagles win. I'm not going to beat myself over it. I'm going to be like, oh, well, they were a good team. They had a good year. Props to them. It's not like it's not like Brady Mahomes that year. That was a lose-lose scenario, no matter what. You, were, you would have just been like, why did I bet against it? This year is a little bit different because Patrick Mahomes is on that verge. He's on that verge of crossing on over to, you know, the possible dynasty talk. And that's, that's another thing. That is another thing I want to quickly rant about. The word dynasty has just been carelessly tossed around. They're like, oh, the Bills dynasty. Oh, the Bengals dynasty. What dynasty? You haven't won shit. What the, you you got to – my thought process between a dynasty, you have to at least win two to three championships in a 10-year time span. That is basic line. That is what I look at as. And the word dynasty just gets thrown around like it's nothing anymore. So just want to quickly rant about that. Chiefs are on the verge of that. If they win – they're like right there, I would say. I don't think I'll put an official stamp on it. I think it's like a half stamp. He does it, I think. Three is for sure. Three, I think I will say three. three two, two, two is like, but like the thing is, like, two at least gives you the respectful talk about it. When you're just tossing around the word when you haven't won a championship and you won a Mickey Mouse Conference championship, like you, you just can't do that. But I thought the line was weird that the Chiefs opened up as the favorite. Then about 15 minutes in, the lines flipped. And then about two days later, the Chiefs went all the way up to about three and a half point underdog. That's when I took Chiefs Monday. That's how I was like, feed me that. And now it's back down to one and a half plus. We'll see. And 
I, I just I just viewed a scenario at so like you just don't look stupid just don't look stupid and like you're gonna look back at this five years later like dude why did i bet against Patrick Mahomes? so i'd rather be on the, i'd rather be on the right side of history than be be on the wrong looking pretty stupid about it um so yeah i'll be taking chiefs um and also a wild bet to take i will be taking uh there's a vandal prop uh, both Jason Kelsey and Travis Kelsey to both get a touchdown. Of course, the hard part would be Jason Kelsey, but never will out a little Philadelphia special just for him. <laughs> just um, so I just want to throw that out quickly. I do have my official touchdown pick later. Ooh, all right. Well, we'll get to that. From the, the That is, uh, man, the Super Bowl. What a ride. That would be nice. Mm-hmm. The Kelsey brothers combo. Oh, so yeah, we're all in agreement on that. Um, but I mean, it does make sense. I think, like the Chiefs, like we'll see. I think I would not be surprised if the Eagles won, though. The Eagles are right. Like I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Eagles won. I, I won't beat myself up. I will beat myself up on it if I bet against Patrick Mahomes and Eagles. Yeah, like I feel like just leaning the Chiefs. Um, are there any crazy props out there that like are fun? Oh. So that's that Jason Travis Kelsey one I mentioned earlier. I think let me just double check that and take another stupid ones. No, nah, he doesn't have to be anything. I'm just saying, like, oh. I like you can bet on all kinds of crazy stuff. With yeah, this. I said, uh, any non any non QBD have one passing touchdown at plus 2000. <laughs> take that. We are we are really due for that. That one is really we haven't had a single one all playoffs. <laughs> We're due for that. I'm just saying. So. Um, but I guess it's time to announce their due. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, we're here in the Super Bowl. Can't really label off three. I'm not going to be stupid and really label that off. That's, that's not the smart way to go about things. So, I'll label off two different ones. The one that I'm considering just a regular their due. And I'll launch probably $100 on this. A.J. Brown. Very due. Very, very due. I mean, it's like really, really do. Like, if you look at it, he's been kind of pissed on the sidelines. You can tell. And the thing is, is that because the Eagles have gone up in these games and run out the clock the entire second half, these opportunities haven't been like this has to happen in the first half if the Eagles go up in the second half. But this is a completely different game because it's the Chiefs, and the Chiefs will probably have this game close the entire time. So that's that one. Here's the fun one. Here is. Ready with me? Um, Patrick Mahomes, anytime touchdown. Run it in, sprain ankle. My ankle's fine. I love that. My ankle's fine. <laughs> and I'll, I, I, I say I'm probably going to put only 50 on that. I'm probably going to put 100. I just have a feeling that Patty's going to run it in, point to the ankle, and be like, I'm oh, good. Um, Jeez, yeah. man. Do Gee, that is that's that's state that's a statement for Pro Patty right there to go out and just run on not only running on that ankle but just running on that Eagles defense for him to just do that on the Eagles yeah. defense. I think that would be just more salt on the wound. Yeah, but, um, man, guys. One, yeah, one one to one to watch out for. I don't know if I'm putting money on it yet, but I just have a weird feeling. Weird feeling. Clyde Edwards Hilaire at, at plus 800. Like the first game he's played in, like, how long? He's been out for like week four or something. 
apparently he's playing the Super Bowl. Just just watch out for it. I mean, I don't know. I might put like five dollars on it, but it's a plus eight hundred. Yeah. yeah, that's something to throw a little. That's something to throw a little cash at. You know? yeah. All right, I like that. That is some good stuff right there, Christian. That uh, this is gonna be an exciting Super Bowl. Um, any of the non-football stuff you're most looking forward to? Oh, do y'all think Gronk will make the uh, promotional field goal, or do you think he's gonna miss it? Miss. And unfortunately, I'm going with miss. I think this is. I think people that are put money on that might be might be getting scammed. So I'm going with no, a miss. No, you, you don't you don't put money on it. Yeah, it's um <laughs> it's like it's like you put like a, a a bet. You have to opt it in first, and then you put a Super Bowl bet, and then you're automatically drawn in. And it's not like you win money. It's oh. if you makes it, you're put into a pool of, I think like five million dollars, and you get like. Free bet out of it. Essentially, he's gonna make it. He's gonna make it. <laughs> gotcha. Well, yeah. Damn. Um, Dude, I forget. What? It's, it's not that time, guys. It can't be that time. This is the um, Super Bowl we're talking about no, here. Like... So, so uh, Justin Jefferson breaking news: Offensive Player of the Year, Nick Bosa, Defensive Player of the Year. So breaking news there. Yes, great breaking news. Um, Justin Jefferson, deservingly, obviously, of the Offensive Player of the Year award. And I think, I, I guess everyone's saying Bosa was going to be the runner-up, and he had it by the time he had the NFC Conference Championship game. Everyone was already announcing that. So, I mean, Cole, but uh, what can I say? The NFC, man, producing good athletes once again. Great star talent. I'm disputing that. There's some good players in the NFC. For sure. Not to make it uh, some good players. Now thinking of it, I do have a slight concern now with the Chiefs. Um, completely forgot about it, and I've been on it the entire season. The MVP curse. Oh, I did forget about that. <laughs> but what if it goes to Hurts? You, I think you might have to switch your picks. Hurts isn't going to MVP. Hurts isn't going to MVP. He's, Mahomes is definitely going to get it. Yeah, Ooh, you might be right. Or or we could look smart and Mahomes becomes the first person to break it. So I'm sticking with Mahomes, but I'm can... sticking I'm sticking with Chiefs. I'm not I'm not flipping. That could that could burn us, you're right. Yeah, I can uh even if he got the MVP, I would still be like, Yeah, I'm picking Mahomes and the Chiefs to win this game. The MVP curse has to I feel like it had it have been broken recently. Yeah, I don't think ever. No, no, it's never. I looked it up earlier. It, it's never been broken. The closest it came was um Brady's uh undefeated season of the Patriots. That was the closest it's got. Yeah, really? Peak of his yeah. <laughs> that curse is that curse is probably one of the most undefeated curses with the Kardashian curse. Oof. Those are some powerful curses right there. Those will get you thrown out of Hogwarts. As long as they don't go, as hey, Colby, you gotta be careful of that Kardashian curse. You're the number one team in the West. That's what I'm saying. We don't want that curse. No way. Now, Jokic is married, and Jamal Murray, like, well, yeah, <laughs> he's a little too. Uh, he's a little too. I think. Uh, I don't think the Kardashians want to do that. Maybe they do, but we'll see. But yeah, hopefully not. That would that would kill us. Hopefully, it stays with the Suns. I mean, we do also have the Hall of Fame. Um, if anyone wants to, people. 
Um, so if anyone um, wants to list out a sure thing, um, I can try to find a list somewhere. How many? The, I forget how many make it. I think it depends every year. You have to get like over a certain. Like that's a fun game. Let's uh yeah let's knock this out and then we can get back to the to the Super Bowl. Um. So we have these are the nominees. I will. Jared Jared Allen, Willie Anderson, Rondé Parker, Barber. I don't know why Parker. Mm. Dwight Freeney. Dwight Freeney is a first year eligibility. Devin yes. Hester, Troy Holt, Andre Johnson, Albert Lewis, Darrell Revis, who's a first year. Yes. Joe Thomas, another first year, but he's yes. stupid. Zach Thomas, Demarcus Ware, yeah. Reggie Wayne, Patrick Willis, Darren Woodson. A lot of studs. That is a lot of, a lot of stuff. That's some tough calls by the old Hall of Fame voters or whoever determines that. That's not an easy decision there. I, I, I like I like it. It's good. This is a good one to pick from. Uh, I feel like one of my for me the automatic home run has to be Devin Hester. Right for me personally, like, he that, can, like yeah, he yeah, still he has can, to get it. He will get. It. Like you can't, you can't tell every aspect of football without mentioning special teams and Devin Hester. Like, like you simple as that. Um, so, I, I think I think last year's class was pretty bad, so, but good to hear that this one looks good. I feel like Franny will probably get it. Reggie Wayne will probably get it. Um, Jared Allen. Jared, Jared Stewart. Jared, I think this is like Jared's like third year, if I'm not mistaken. Joe Thomas will definitely get it for sure. As much as you probably hate to say it, but he is a good old lineman. Legend, yeah, for all those bad Browns teams, gotta respect. Um, Darrell Revis. Darrell Revis, yes, also I think she get in. That dude was an unbelievable corner. That was locked down for a certain amount. Breaking news: Garrett Wilson wins rookie of the year. That dude is a dog. Offensive rookie of the year. So, not, it's not Brock Party, sadly. And I know, right? It's not Brock Purdy. He, let's talk about this, folks. Um, <laughs> how did Brock Purdy not get offensive rookie of the year? He didn't play I the mean, That's the answer. That's literally seven games, the best quarterback in his whole entire draft class. Um, yeah, within those seven games, we all knew that he would have been the best quarterback in his draft class. And he just he led his team to the NFC Conference Championship, and I know we can't consider that because this is all regular season voting, but you got to give the guy his flowers, man. This was incredible. This guy came out of Iowa State of all colleges and came out and balled out in the NFL. Like, you tell me another Iowa State quarterback to have success. I'll give you one. His name's Brock Purdy. His name's Brock Purdy. He played in games. I know you'd have to just bring up Seneca Wallace. The only other one. <laughs> that name so so long. Long. So, Colby, I, I, sent the, I sent you and Christian that same uh, ESPN uh, redraft. Sent you and Christian the same thing, the ESPN redraft, where they had Brock Purdy being the first quarterback off the board. Fourth overall um, draft, more importantly. How, yeah. how triggered did I make you feel, Kobe? Seeing like overall Brock Purdy—that's that, just stupid. Even if that, <laughs> take it aside, like you would have not picked Brock Purdy over 
the, even because sauce because i saw like obviously they had sauce Gardner like number one pick so that's who they originally picked but like there's no way the jets would pick they wouldn't have picked Pickett either over like any of the they could have had any of the tackles they could have had thibodeau like there were still so many great players that they could have had like singletary was on the board in that redraft like no come on that's just a brock party i love him He's a legend. He's the goat of Iowa State QBs. He will always be my favorite college quarterback, uh, on the on the small scale. But um, and like he's a legendary performance. I think he deserves a shot to be the Niners' starter next year. But no, the Jets would not have taken him with the fourth pick. You think he would have looked like that on the Jets? If you put him on the Jets with with Zach Wilson and all them, you think he would look like that? Because I don't. Well, Cole. ESPN thought that that he could do it. <laughs> ESPN thought that he could do it. And I'm sitting here saying that it would have been very interesting to see it happen because Brock Purdy did go off, and Robert Sala does. It did come from the San Francisco 49ers. So he probably – I'm not saying he would have done the same system, but he would have been asking to just, you know, do the same things that he would be asking of Brock Purdy in San Francisco. Um Obviously, they wouldn't have Garrett Wilson to throw to, so it'd be interesting to see who they would get for their wide receiver. But Colby, I mean, you just gotta. I told you, man, it's gonna be a whole off season of this kind of talk. Uh, Brock Purdy is gonna be better than Kenny Pickett, and you're gonna have to hear that all off season. And everyone thinks yeah, well, that. Kenny Pickett has to hear it all off season because he's much better and he's gonna prove. You think? You think? Today, right now, if the Niners could swap Brock Purdy for Kenny. Oh, here we go again. <laughs> okay, I'm going to ask. You can say no. You can say no. I'm an idiot. Do you, do you think they would? Just tell me, like, objectively. Christian? No, because Brock fits better in their system. I can't see Kenny working there in that system. What do you mean? I think yeah. you're that system. I'm with Christian on that. Kenny wouldn't. Kenny's so used to the screens and the dink and dunk scene from the Matt Canada. You know, it, it, he can't. He wouldn't be able to transfer that he, type of success over. The have you ever heard of Jimmy Garoppolo? Have you ever seen yeah. Garoppolo play a football game? Like, what do you like? The whole, all the whole thing is you just have to throw it accurately, and that's like Pickett's best attribute is he like throws it accurately. Well, and, people have been saying Brock Purdy's been throwing that ball a little bit more accurately. No, Brock Purdy. I'm just saying Kenny Pickett can literally do everything Brock Purdy can do. And he's more Breaking news, Sauce Garner wins defensive rookie of the year. Shocker. New York Jets win both rookie of the years. Tariq Woolen, man. Good runner-up. Yeah, great runner-up. Sure. Oh, yeah, man. Man, I'm, so, I'm sorry, Cole, but you got to realize that, you know, that this is a whole offseason yeah. of picket banter. Getting oh, I realize. I'm just going to say I'm just going to continue to believe that it's nonsense until I'm proven correct. Which I will be. <laughs> Not when Mac. I'm sorry, man. When you got to change the. I I mean, he's gonna. We got that. We got Kenny Pickett and Brock Purdy talk, and then we got Kenny Pickett in the second year system of QB talk. Oh, oh that is a good segue. You're right. What do you got segued for us, Cole? I'll continue with your thought. I want to see if it's the same thing I was thinking. Okay. Same. Because all I was going to say is, you know, we got a bunch of quarterbacks going into their second year of these of these systems. And Brock, Pur- Brock Purdy, he's not going to be able to participate for a minute because of his injury. But when he comes back, he's going to be better in Kyle Shanahan's system. Same thing with Kenny Pickett when we expected Daniel Jones, Kirk Cousins, you, you name it. There's a few. There's several of them out there. 
Um, Cole, what do you want to say? I don't think I touched on what you wanted to say, to be honest. You kind of hinted at it. So, yeah, I was just going to say, because a few weeks ago we were talking, because this whole year, remember, our whole offseason, one of our big segments we talked a lot about was the second-year QBs and, like, what who was going to pop, who was going to fail, all that. And we were saying this year, it's like, this was before the championship, I guess. I think it was. When we were saying, talking about this, apologize for not remembering. But uh, we were saying, like, oh, it looks like it might just be Pickett and, uh, and Party and maybe Ritter. And then today it came out. Ron Rivera said the the commanders are rolling with Sam Howe. There they said Sam Howe go is the guy. So Sam Howe going to get a shot apparently, and I think Ritter will. I don't think the Falcons. This is not like Christian I love the QB draft. Like I would just rock with Ritter for another year at least. So it's going to probably be Ritter, Pickett, and Howe, and maybe Malik Willis. I mean, who knows? Probably not. He was pretty awful. No, probably he not. Sucks. It's probably those three. Um, I mean, we'll see if Corral gets a shot with the Panthers, depending on what they do when he comes back from his injury. But I didn't believe in him anyway before the injury. Um, I don't think he's going to work out. But So there's three at least. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, three. Um, but I wanted to say this, uh, guys, you brushed up on this a little bit. I think you wanted to step away from it. But what are your thoughts on uh, Lamar being a hundred million dollars away from uh, contract negotiations, Christian? So, that's whatever no, so, the reports are saying. No. So if you read that article, that's what this is what pisses me off about the media. If you read that freaking article that dude put out, he's like, "Oh, we haven't had any updates in several months, so we're assuming that it's a hundred million." What? What the fuck would you tag your headline like that for clicks? Like, if you really read it, it literally says, "I haven't." Had- any updates or any some sorts from there? Uh, I'm assuming it's a hundred million off. That dude just got all those clickbaits and such from that. Like, this is what I hate about the media. I mean, but Lamar posted today, him on all purple, you know, him, you know, just Baltimore chains. I'm like, I'm like, I, I've been saying this entire time. He's literally staying with us. I'm not worried. I, everyone else is stressed. He's literally not going anywhere. Like. <laughs> Um, but also, I wanted to say something quickly about the Sam Howell thing. I did see an interview with Taylor Heineke on the Pat McAfee show. Dude, you, you gotta love Heineke, dude. Like, he love him. He was like, yeah, dude, Sam Howell's a dog, man. Like, he's, like, awesome. And he just, like, give him praise. I'm like, dude, like, Heineke's a dog, man. Like, keep keep him. Please keep Heineke and Washington. Heineke has a very prestigious title. He is the undisputed king of the Jalen quarterback club, of the weird quarterbacks that Jalen loves over the years. Heineke is by far the best one and the coolest. He, he's the king of the Jalen Mount Rushmore quarterbacks with Sam Ellinger and all them. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It, it goes, it, you forgot, Colby. Yes, yes, Taylor Heineke is up there in the rankings, but I think Brock Purdy has stolen the cake right now just for the no, offseason, so I can make fun of you. Because you weren't. Because you have to give Nick Mullins and Gardner Minshew their credit as well. They can't be taken out of my top five. That's just out of pure love and out of those two goat boys right there. Yeah, that's fine. So, <laughs> you can keep them. <laughs> but at the same time, Sam Ellinger, he's just the Texas Longhorn. That's the only reason why he's on that list. So you got to remember, there's a lot of lot. Like I mean, there was a point where I was rooting for Kellen Mond to come out and cheer and. Uh, Revive my Vikings, for God's sakes. That is so bad. (laughs) (laughs) 
sorry, I don't want to bag on Kalamon, but just like I'm um, <laughs> back to the press conference where the, I don't even remember when it was, but the reporter, I guess it was like when the Vikings were not good or like when they had been eliminated, it was like late in the year and they're like, why don't you like throw Kalamon out there after they've lost a game or something? And Mike Zimmer was just like, because I see him every day in practice. <laughs> it's like, because he sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's not it's not good when you're you're benchmark against Kirk Cousins and you're uh, not performing better than him. Not even. But uh, <laughs> also, I wanted to um wanted to put it in, um, whoever the ESPN analyst or NFL analyst that put Will Levis number one overall pick for for Emily Ray and Poppenhead, whoever who have some respect. King God of the Godfather. Well, milk, it makes it worse if it's a milk type of drink because that guy freaking blows. That, that dude cannot get a mock draft to save his life. He's been ass for the past ten years. He, oh, he doesn't get he doesn't get it right anymore. He's not the same right dude. Next. He lost the juice. He does not get it right, and he's so wrong in all his QB predictions nowadays. So that just makes it a lot more hard. If, if, if the Colts come up and pick Will Levis at the first overall pick. You're done. Like I don't believe Will Levis is the number one quarterback either. But I think Mel Kiper, come on, like that dude's the king. No. Of I just love him. Like I think he's fun to watch and listen to because he's just such a goon. Um, and he's awful at his job. Like, also, like to be fair, no one gets mock drafts correct. That's why they're mock drafts. There's no one that like knows. I don't know, man. I went, I went nine for ten last year on the first ten picks. It went down. It went downhill right after that. No, don't get me wrong. It really got <laughs> ten. I only got one right after that. But the first nine, I got right. Okay, but we're also like three months out from the draft, or two months out from the draft. So that was like right before the draft that we got those picks right. That you got those picks. Was yeah, still- Mel Kiper still didn't get that same hit ratio. It's true. I'm not disputing that. You were you were on it, Christian. But I just love Mel Kiper. But yeah, that. Um, but I don't agree that I, I don't think Will Levis should be the number one pick, roughly. <laughs> oh, so um, I, for, I also forgot to mention. Um, hold up, I was looking for it. Um, someone listens to our show. Um, hold up, I got What did I say, Jalen, the other day? I could have sworn someone. <laughs> I was like, uh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. So Derek Carr is visiting New Orleans Saints. Um, so yeah, Adam, Adam Chef, Adam Schefter, I need you to um give credit to the <laughs> podcast that we first reported here. Just saying. Yeah, he Christian was. We were Christian. You were joking about how he would look good in black, still in New Orleans, and uh, here he goes. And and that was the first team he interviewed with. And we all have to remember that's a good thing that you brought up Derek Carr because he has to figure out his situation like a couple days after the Super Bowl. Like oh, his wow. thing is to be like he has to figure it out like well the like right after the game. <laughs> I feel like it's gonna be Rogers that has to start the domino. Rogers is not, I don't think, gonna do that. He's gonna still be in the dark by then. Probably. Yeah, he'll be in four days of darkness. He's gonna have no contact with the outside world. <laughs> I'm confused. So is this like a, is it like a shack on a beach, like or is it like? In the I think mountains? it's a shack in the woods. I think it's a shack in the woods. This man's going to. Four days. And like the person that gives him food is that person like in a separate room, just watching TV and like having to put the food in like a little bowl They're for him. Like drive up there once a day. They probably don't have to stay there the whole time. What is it, what is he eating though? Just about the whole day. Are we talking about like a ten piece chicken nuggets with like. 
two sweet and sour sauces. Maybe or... like bread, bread and water, you know, maybe the basic essentials of of food. And then just like let the man, you know, because I mean, he, you can't give him the most like complicated meal. It's going to be in complete one, darkness. One <laughs> serving of Atahuasca. I mean, I would that'd be wild if he had a, that and everything. I thought I, it would be something if he was doing this trip in Alaska where they have that like thirty-seven days of no light or something like that, or twenty-eight. I don't know that, something like that. Dude. It's like something but, like that. Oh yeah, that it's is. Like, I just want one. I just want one ayahuasca today. To me, that's honestly crazier than him doing ayahuasca, the darkness thing. I think that's far more wild. Like, what? Why would anyone ever want to do that? The fact that he said he had friends that accomplished this thing without like <laughs> losing their insanity, and this is like that's solitary confinement. Like this is solitary confinement, but without the light or anything like that. You know, like that's what he's going to put himself into. Like he, it's voluntary, solitary. It's voluntary, solitary confinement. Like. <laughs> Who are these friends? Like, who told him that this was a good idea? <laughs> Lock yourself up. Like, you mean to tell me the Sean, the Sean Kaiser did this? Like, <laughs> have you ever read? Oh my goodness, that have you heard? Ever read? This was like a year or two ago. But there's an article on ESPN and some guy. And it was about like they interviewed a bunch of Rogers, like former backups about like who are always in the room with him like what is he like and they would tell like some crazy stories and apparently one time they went to like whatever college is in green bay and then he took the other quarterbacks and they just went to like a frat party and like they were like no one get you they would talk to like the president of the frat and they're like no one have your phones they just want to chill and like hang and they were just hanging at a frat party <laughs> like while they're on the green bay packers with aaron Rodgers, like just all kinds of weird stuff that he would say this you have to find and read it, but it's just bizarre. I think it might be the Sean Kaiser. I'm pretty sure. It was like several of them that were on in the article. Yeah, I can't wait to see that man leave the division. Hopefully, I, I hope that day comes sooner than later. He's because gone to, he's gone to Vegas. I don't think so. I don't know if Vegas can afford to do that. They have to keep their coach because they don't have any money. Can Vegas afford to do that? <laughs> Oh. That 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 still mind blow me. Like the dude, they don't have enough money to fire Josh McDaniel. <laughs> Which I mean, at this point, it might be a good thing. Who knows? I, I dude, and this is the thing, Colby. I know you said the Raiders need to figure it out, but I mean, Carr has the trade clause, I think, on it where he has to dictate where he wants to go. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. it, it, the, yeah. the the whole Raiders and Carr situation is so weird. And we're we have to find the result here in the next couple of days is the craziest part about it, you know. So what's the deadline? It's the fifth. There, no way, not the fifth. It's like I think it's next week. Like you said, yeah, it's next week. I know. I said, I know there's just, yeah. I think it might be next Thursday if I'm not mistaken. But and then like if they don't trade them by then, it's like another like cap hit. Like you could make yeah. it, but uh, like make a good point, Jalen. He could just like block every trade. And like force them to cut him, and then he can just pick to go wherever he wants. That's like, what I'll do. Maybe he just wants to do that, but I don't know. Maybe he'll accept a trade. But they did screw him over, so I wouldn't be surprised if he wants to also screw them over. Yeah, get the get the money, and then hit, take another team's money. But uh-huh. king of the NFC South. 
Yeah, <laughs> then if it, then go into the NFC, then go to New Orleans, then still go to New Orleans. <laughs> still, any, be a, any team in the NFC South, maybe the best quarterback. Oh man, start the grieving. All right, fellas, say yes. The grieving. It is the final game of the NFL season, the Super Bowl. We're all on the Chiefs. A lot of play that we've said. Andy Reid revenge game and all that. I think it's going to be interesting to kind of just see, like, can this Eagles pass rush get through the Chiefs O-line enough to slow Mahomes down? I think that's kind of what it's going to come down to because otherwise he's just going to shred him. And, like, what will Hurts look like? I think he'll play pretty well, but could Hurts if he struggles, like, that's rough on him. Like, I don't know. Those are kind of the two big things I'm watching. I think those are the kind of biggest, most intriguing factors that I'm going to be keeping an eye on. I agree with you. Um, Hurts performance in the Super Bowl. He's performed the big games before in college, and he's been he got he had multiple chances to wipe the taste out of his mouth of what happened to him last season in the playoffs. So, but this is the Super Bowl. This is not the college football championship. This is completely different animal. But I mean, Jalen Hurts puts himself in the position like that, you know, where he presents himself to be look like he could handle the situation. So I, I I'm not honestly I'm more concerned about whether or not the Eagles defense or the Chiefs defensive line can uh, which one's going to win the pressure battle. I think that will be the one that will determine who wins this game, in my opinion. I just have a weird gut feeling that Eagles D line is going to let them down. I just have a weird gut feeling for some odd reason. Quote me on it. Um, before I dive into the Super Bowl thing, I didn't want to mention real quickly defensive player of the year voting. Nick Bosa got 46 of the votes. Hassan Reddick, two. Quinn Williams, one. Chris Jones, one. Do you notice that we're missing someone? Roquan? Micah Parsons. Oh. Yeah, it's Micah. Right. Okay. Micah didn't get a single vote. Something to think about. I, that, is, think... that is kind of odd. Uh, but, yeah. I mean, he did fall off a little bit midway through the season. But, like, but I, I thought he was, like, second, honestly, for defense for the year, even though we did kind of fall off. I thought he was, like, second in voting. But apparently not a single vote. Yeah. Dallas and Dallas media didn't do their job right. And plus, Micah, he, he also had moments where he would just say the weirdest things, man. <laughs> God, like he would come out and just like he would come out against like the Eagles and then they lose to the Eagles and then he'd still be talking and he'd still be talking. So he did say that Jalen Hurts he wasn't afraid of. Yeah, and dude, this guy, and then I think at the Pro Bowl, this guy was playing Madden and he's like, Yeah, he was talking to someone on the AFC side and he was like, Yeah, you know, you guys should bring us a better challenge next year. And someone on the AFC side automatically cut him off and was like, oh, so you're not even planning on going to the Super Bowl. So there you go, folks. Dallas not in the Super Bowl again. You know, like he said that on camera as, you know, Micah Parsons was trying to talk trash to him. And just to see the befuddled look on Micah's face, I was just like, dude, when are you going to stop? You're trying to play this game. You're trying to play this card that you're not the best at. You should just be that head down, hard worker guy that you usually are. But. Yeah, that is odd. He should have at least gotten some, but I am surprised to see him get none. Yeah, so um, that sounds like kind of interesting. Um, but back to the Super Bowl. I mean, this is like it's it's honestly like it's fun to root for both guys. Like I'm not on one side about it, like heavy on it. It's it's, it's going to be pretty cool seeing Jalen ball out. Jalen's going to have to silence these people that keep talking about him, <laughs> Chris Sims. Um, but 
that, that was a ridiculous take that Chris Sims said. I was like, dude, what are you, what are you on, dude? Um, he basically said that having the Eagles quarterback job is the easiest job in the world. So I'm like, dude, like, come on, just give the man his like credit finally, please. Um, but it's gonna be good seeing his two QBs go out. Andy Reid's gonna have to put on a performance of you know coaching ability. I think it'll be full like life cycle, honestly, for Reid Andy to beat you know, the Eagles. It'll be cool to see. Um, Nick Sirianni, I am worried about. Uh, I'm not. I'm just not fully on Nick Sirianni. I just that like weird mentality he has sometimes kind of off puts me a little. Uh, yeah, you don't like the bro energy that he brings. I do like it to an extent. To an extent. It could be a little too much. Because it's a little too... For me, I'm with you, Christian. There's something about it that's a little too cringy for me. Like, it's good energy, but it's a little much for me. Obviously, who knows how it is in the locker room. Maybe he dials it back and he just throws it in front of us for the cameras. But I'm with you, Christian. I I am a little hesitant when it comes to Sirianni. And it's, you know, just the way his personality is. But, yeah. I say it's to an extent I'm fine with it, then there's some I'm like, ah. but we do know that if the Eagles, no matter who loses this, the QB is going to get ripped apart. You know, you know the media is going to drive it, Unless no matter what. Shootout. Unless, uh, I feel like if it's a great shootout, Jalen Hurts will still get beaten up because that man gets eaten alive by this media nowadays. Um, so I'm hoping for a good matchup. We'll see how it goes, um, and hopefully Patrick Mahomes runs one in for us. I would love that. <laughs> see, this is where I have to take a slight disagreement. I think if Mahomes loses, we won't be too like, you know, oh man, Mahomes didn't win the big one. You know, I think it's just, I think it'd just be like, you know what, he came up short. You lost Tyreek. You still overcame so much. Got MVP. He just didn't get the dynasty kicked off like we've been waiting for, you know? So, and then we're still going to be sitting another season waiting to see who's going to be our dynasty for another year. And, and uh, that's the only thing I can think of. If Mahomes were to lose this game, what I would think about. Depending on how they lose, like if Colby said, if it's not a shootout and we come out here and we're getting a defensive, you know, defensive standing from both teams and it's under like 10 points, from like if it's something like the Rams or and, uh, Patriots, yeah, I think I, I think I like did. That. I think I did mention that a couple of shows ago. I'm like, that is my biggest worry because we're really due for a bad Super Bowl. We're like, it's we oh, like, right. I, I don't want to think about it, but we are that wasn't due that for long ago. That was only was, what, like, it, Super Bowls ago. It was, it was five years ago. Why? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a long time ago. It was our uh, sophomore year. So what have we had since then? We've man, my memory's not good. We've had the we well, were at your friend's house for that, Cole. We, we've, we've had Eagles, Patriots, Patriots, Bucks, um, Chiefs, and uh, Niners. That was after the the the, the Rams Pats was after the Eagles Pats. That was the year after. Was it? Uh, breaking news: Dable wins Coach of the Year. <laughs> Rightfully so. Yeah, I'm glad that. I mean, there's no argument for me to put up another coach besides Dable. We've been writing uh, about his work this whole season, so I don't know. I would, I would pick up the argument, Peter Doug Peterman. I would, I would put up that argument, like that dude brought that Jackson. Dougie P is another one. Yeah, uh, I would, I would put up that argument. 
But Dougie P's working with Trevor Lawrence. Dable was working with Daniel Jones. I think that's why probably the media was like, you know what? We'll uh we'll give this one to Dable. <laughs> At least that'd be why I would pick Dable. I'd be like, you know what? I'm gonna give you the flowers on this one. <laughs> Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, Peterson well, does. It's going to be fun. Well, guys, we've been stalling. <laughs> the time has finally struck as the NFL hours is, honors is also finally wrapping up. Let's go ahead give our final thoughts out. NBA deadline, Super Bowl on the line. Just, uh, guys, yeah, what's our final thoughts? Oh. I mean, I'm very excited for the Super Bowl. I hope it's a it's a fun shootout. We'll see if it gets to be that. I don't know. Probably not. But I hope Christian's wrong. And I'll just say, with all the NBA deadline madness and just the way this season has been all year long and all the uncertainty and chaos, this is like the least uh, Super Bowl bummed out I think afterwards I'm going to be in a while because the NBA is just like crazy this year. This is the most been such an interesting season. And I'm very intrigued to see how things go the rest of the way. But, man, this is going to be a great Super Bowl. Hopefully it's an instant classic and we get to end a great NFL season on a very high note. Christian? This sucks, man. That football's freaking done, dude. This freaking blows, man. And then we got to look for free agency, draft. We got like six months before it. Oh my god, this freaking blows, dude! Like it's, it's like, ah, oh, it's over already, man. <laughs> it flew by, but I'm glad that it's like the best teams. Like we're not. It's it's true one v one. We'll see how this goes. Um, and yeah, hopefully this kicks off a good Philadelphia trip. I will be making a Philadelphia special parlay of the Sixers and the Flyers. I won't be putting Philly into that. I will just do Sixers Flyers. Said, we're not gonna touch the big one. No, I won't, I won't touch the big one on that. But I will. I will do a Sixers Flyers. Um, on a final note of um NBA, I just wanted to read off a quick uh play by play that I think y'all would laugh at. It was uh zero seconds left on the clock, third quarter. Ben Simmons misses a thirty-five foot three-point pull-up jump shot. <laughs> <laughs> that's it that is, oh we didn't even touch about Ben Simmons he's a, he's his own man now Cam Thomas is the man actually <laughs> like this is it's bad it, it, the Nets man at least they get to at least they got first round picks you know, um, some from the Suns not their own yeah still at least they got something that's in my uh, neck good final thought Christian that is a good final thought that's um, dude, I can't believe it. We're approaching the last Sunday. Um, we're going to be wrapping up the NFL season, I and mean, obviously, Colby mentioned that we'll probably be talking about the off season in the NFL and all the fun side bits that we got to come up with through these next few months. And uh, dude, I'm just going to miss live football like that. Uh, that's going to sting, you know. That one, that one is what stings, but. Got the NBA in the NBA trade deadline did keep things interesting for us today. So we're moving forward, everybody. And as always, guys, this was some good stuff. I got I- Thank you for listening to the CJ JC show. 
Whenever you want more biased takes, go on over to our social media pages, Spotify, or wherever you can probably find a podcast, if we have it up. And if we do, thank you for following us on social media. And then besides that, have a good one, y'all.